Hi everyone, this is Alexander Cardos for February 19, 2020 from Miami, Florida, USA. This is a local, national, and worldwide show. Uh, this show is going to grow. This show is going to be big. We're going to talk a lot uh, about uh, the upcoming 2020 elections. We got local elections. We got state elections. We also have the national election. And today's show, we're going to talk about the national election. The main one, the one that matters the most is, I mean, they all matter, but the one that matters the most is the presidential election. And we have to the right, you on the right side, you have Donald Trump. As vulgar as he is, as grotesque, grotesque, and that's I, I'm notice I'm saying the word grotesque as he is, grotesque as he is, if, he, if that's if that's how you say it, as bad as he is with his words, and I know that I hate you know I hate I personally hate when he tweets uh, a lot of times uh, and he goes out of line. I'd rather have him as president. I'd rather have him for another four more years. And you have him. You got Donald Trump to the right. And to the left, you have two Democrats that are running for the presidency that are seeking the nomination. And it's going to be one of these two guys. Make no mistake about this, ladies and gentlemen. It could either be Bernie Sanders or it could be Michael Bloomberg. And yes, I do believe that it is possible, even though I do believe Trump is going to win re-election. It is not a guarantee. I do believe that there is a possibility of the two, by the way, between Bloomberg and Sanders. I believe that Bloomberg has a better shot and has a more higher possibility. And I'm saying possibility, not probability, possibility of defeating and beating Trump in a general election. Because... I'm going to tell you what the deal is with Bloomberg, and I'm also going to tell you with Sanders. With Sanders, on the other hand, it's a probability that he can defeat Trump in a general election. And the main thing you guys have to think about is that there is a lot of brainwashed individuals out there. And they all think that socialism is such a great thing. And I'm talking mainly about the millennials and I'm talking about the Generation X's that are voting. Because it's going to make, that's a big voting block. And of course, then you have the independents out there, which actually the independents are the ones that are going to decide the election. They always do. And in 2020, it's, makes, it's not going to be anything any different. But there's brainwashing. And they get brainwashed thinking that, oh, the government is going to give us free things. The reality is, ladies and gentlemen, nothing in life comes free. And it comes with a price. You're going to get free health care. You're going to get a free housing. You're going to get free transportation. But the government is going to control you. Now, socialism, the idea, and I have video clips here, the idea that there's this, this thing that Bernie Sanders is proposing, democratic socialism, like, he's like, he is say, basically stating that it's a big... Uh, misunderstanding a lot of people don't understand what democratic socialism is i mean for the last 40 years this bum this old piece of trash and i'm telling you like it is who has never worked a day in his life who's never run an office a day in his life he's never had a business in a day in his life 
He's brainwashing the masses. The masses. To thinking that it's a great thing to live under a socialist type society. Which, by the way, socialism is communism. Communism is socialism. Let me give you a little bit of a... To all of you dimwits that are millennials and Generation X's. Go to Venezuela and you look at Venezuela. And Venezuela, how's that worked out? What used to be a once prosperous country... One of the most richest countries in Latin America, okay, South America, Central America, the Caribbean, the richest, the most prosperous, aside from Mexico, aside from the United States, and even richer than Mexico, by the way. Let me just make that very clear. With the exception of Canada and the United States, Venezuela is like the third best uh, place to live in. The, most, the third most prosperous, prosperous country in this side of the world. You look at it now with Maduro. First it was Chavez and then with Maduro. How's that worked out? It's one of the poorest countries in the entire world. That's, uh, that's your socialism right there. Slash communism. Where, by the way, your rights are taken away. You have no rights. Little by little, this is like the lesser of the twin, of the twin sisters. Which I call the twin sisters of evil. I mean, think about this. Socialism is the lesser of the evils, okay, of the twin sisters. Uh, the twin sisters are communism and socialism. So socialism is given to you in a nice, beautiful box. And inside that box is a bunch of free stuff. And a communism is given to you in a broken box, literally. You can basically, you know what you're going to get. I mean, it's right off the bat. Because remember, you're sold a bag of goods with the beautiful box inside. It's the free stuff. But then later you find out that it's not what it is. And it turns out to be in communism. Which, by the way, the, the broken box, you already know it's communism. Your rights are going to be taken away. Your rights are going to be taken away. You're not going to have any rights. You're not going to have a right to speak. You're not going to have a right to own a gun. You're not going to... And if you own a gun, they're going to be tracking you like... The, the government is going to be tracking you down constantly. Checking up on you every single day. I mean, it's crazy. You are going to be paying... If you own a business, by the way. If you own a business, you're going to be paying high as hell taxes. And by the way, the billionaires are going to leave the United States. And by the way, the billionaires in this country... Everybody slams the billionaires. The billionaires... Is, is what runs the U.S. economy. Make no mistake about that. The billionaires are the ones that give have given millions of jobs to working Americans. The billionaires are the ones that make this work. You need billionaires. So if you decide to tax like this fool wants to do, he wants to tax the billionaires, like literally take away their entire income, what they're going to do is they're just going to get up and they're going to leave. And this country, the United States, will not have any billionaires. By the way, everybody's saying, well, the war against the corporations. The war against the corporations. Like, what war? What, uh, you want to you start a war with corporations by raising your taxes? So you want to get rid of the, the Republican tax plan. For as imperfect as it is, it's still a pretty decent tax plan. It, it, overall tax cut plan. Corporations are getting 20, 21%. So you want to raise the tax rate all the way up again to, like, 40%? They're going to pick up and they're going to leave. They're going to go to China. They're going to go to Asia. 
and they're gonna take away they're gonna t- take with them um, all the money and they're gonna invest over there and leave poor communities in ruins a lot of Americans are gonna be unemployed so that's gonna be your socialism that's what you're gonna get with Bernie Sanders he wants to go after the rich and don't you realize that you can't really you shouldn't have a war on the rich a successful economy is where everything it's 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 you basically being motivated going out there and wanting to make as much money as you can that's going to that's a successful economy a successful economy is that if you really have it in you you could be a billionaire you could be a millionaire you could be a billionaire and if you're a billionaire you need people in, in order to become a billionaire a lot of times and if you have a huge company you need to hire people so what do they do they create jobs for hundreds, thousands of individuals in a community or in many parts of the United States, whether it's cities or rural areas. That's what billionaires do and that's what rich people do. And that's what makes uh, capitalism such a great thing. Now, let me just tell you, because this, this bum, Bernie Sanders, he wants to tax the daylights out of those rich these rich people these guys these billionaires and these billionaires are just gonna get up and they're gonna leave they're gonna leave they're not going they're only gonna come to america on vacation they're gonna move to another country where the tax rate is much less where they won't have to pay much taxes and they're gonna go ahead and they're going to uh put their money in other bank accounts throughout the in the entire world where they won't have to pay much taxes. So the war on the rich won't work because the rich will, you know, they'll just go, they'll ship themselves out of the United States and go to another country. And believe me, lots of countries out there will be happy to take them. So ladies and gentlemen, to see the logic about socialism, why socialism wouldn't work, because you you think, oh, I'm gonna tax all the billionaires, I'm gonna tax all the millionaires. They're gonna get up and they're gonna leave the United States. Even my mom, who's not even a millionaire, my mom says that if Bernie Sanders gets elected and he becomes president, I'm moving to Spain. Well, you think that you think that a lot of Americans are going to be here in the United States? A lot of people will leave. They'll get up and leave. This is a very dangerous man. This is the most dangerous man in U.S. political history. Make no mistake about that. Bernie Sanders is the is like the grandfather figure who, from the outside, he looks like a really nice guy. The man with the crump, crumpy old suit is actually a very evil man. He is the cre- he is a creation of Stalin. He is a creation of of I would say Mao Zedong, you know, except that he's not going to kill anybody. Uh, Bernie Sanders I don't think is capable and I don't think his intention is to murder anyone, but he if you take out the violence part and you just put in the control part, he will control your life. He will make this a controlling society. The U.S. government will control every single move you have. So yeah, you're going to get the free health care. You're going to get the free housing. You're going to get the free the free education. But you're going to be controlled by Bernie Sanders and his cronies. That's, what, that's the caveat. See? Free stuff, you get. But there's a caveat. There is a caveat. To the whole thing. And that's what you're going to get with Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. He. Uh, I, I've got a, a, a speech of him. 
where he's uh, basically, uh, Sanders presents his vision of democratic socialism. I want you to listen to it. I want you to listen to this. And I'm going to keep talking about Bernie Sanders, and I'm going to get to Michael Bloomberg. Why Mike, a Michael Br- Bloomberg presidency would be very bad for the United States. Okay, now remember what I mentioned. Bloomberg has a possibility of beating Trump. A high possibility. Uh, Sanders has a high probability of beating Trump. It could happen because of the, because a lot of people get brainwashed. They get brainwashed, and they, you know I'm not the fool that's going to get brainwashed. I know what I'm getting with Trump. As vulgar as he is, but you know what, our economy is doing the best it's ever done. And we look what he's been able to do with the Chinese. He's basically stood up to the Chinese. No other president in U.S. history has stood up to the Chinese like this guy Trump has. I mean, he has literally basically shifted the balance of trade in our favor. And he's basically done that with most countries around the world. They were ripping us off. And the U.S. is now, it's back to our favor. Trade, trade is back to our favor. And I mean, look what he did with the North American Free Trade Agreement. He just scrapped all that crap out. And he literally created USMAC, USMCA. That's the, the new name for the North American Trade Agreement. I, that's what replaced it. And this is going to create uh, millions of new jobs for Americans. It's going to create, uh, especially in, 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 in up there by the Pennsylvanias, the, Mex- the Michigans of the world and Wisconsin's cars are going to be starting. More cars are going to be made in the United States and parts. And um, yeah, maybe your car, you may have to pay a little bit more for, for your car, for a brand new car of the year. But, uh, but you know what? That's okay. I'll pay a little bit more when I buy a car. I mean, well, we, most of us finance our cars anyway, and we pay monthly. So yeah, we're going to have to pay a little bit more. We're going to have to pay a little bit more monthly. But we're going to have thousands of jobs here in the United States. He's created, this guy Trump has created tons, thousands of jobs for Hispanics, African Americans, for white individual, white Americans. Uh, and the unemployment rate overall is the lowest it's ever been in the history of the United States. If not, for the first time, it's the highest rate in over 50 years. You won't get that with the Sanders economy. You won't get that with a Bloomberg economy. I'm sorry, not even a Bloomberg economy. Please. But the brainwash, don't look that, at that picture because they they want to look at, we're going to get free stuff. We're going to get handouts. But it comes with a caveat. Now, I want you to listen to this, uh, this uh, bum. I call him a bum, communist bum. Listen to Bernie Sanders here um, talking really quick about Democratic socialism. There's no such thing as democratic socialism. Make no mistake about that. There's no such thing as that. This is this is bum who is all of a sudden saying democratic socialism is good. Socialism has got one word. It's one thing. It's socialism. And socialism is communism. Communism is socialism. The twin evils of sister. Now, let me just say something. You can mix a little bit of the socialism with a capitalist type system. How about you name, Mr. Bernie Sanders, a capitalist capital socialism or socialism capitalism. You can mix it a little bit, but there is no such thing as democratic socialism. 
The only type of socialism that works is in China. And it works because they free up their markets to foreign companies, mainly the U.S. And so if you live in China, yes, you, can, you, there, you, can, you have some capitalism and you are able to make some money in China. But, uh, and that's, that's some capitalism there mixed with the socialism. The socialism part is the government controlling you. You can't talk on, there is no such thing as speaking out against the government there in China. They'll jail you. They will, I'm short of hanging you, literally. And you can't, um, you're spied on and you're controlled on. By the way, they just created this thing called the social credit system. You gotta Google that. That's the Chinese government. So it comes with a caveat. You have some capitalism, yeah, the markets are free, you got, a, you got a job, you have a right to to live modestly, pretty decent, but there's a caveat. You're controlled by the government. In the United States of America, you have rights. You have the constitutional rights, you have this thing called the US Constitution. You have a, you have a right to speak out against the government, minus, minus you threatening, Minus you doing anything that breaks the law, you can speak your displeasure like I'm doing right now. I'm totally against, I was totally against Obama. I didn't think Obama was a great president. And Trump has done a magnificent job of running this country. He is vulgar, yes. He is uh, always on Twitter and I wish he could be less on Twitter. I wish he could take a two-week vacation from Twitter. But I'd take him any day. I'll take him any day over this bum and this Macron-type guy, Bloomberg. Uh, and Bloomberg is more like in the lines of Macron of France. He's a globalist or a Merkel. Uh, and he's dangerous. And uh, he's a proven businessman. That's what I'm going to get into right now on this show, the Alexander News Show, which, by the way, you can follow me, moi, and this show on Twitter. Alexander SH. That's it. Alexander News SH. Alexander News SH, you type it in on Twitter, boom, and I pop up. Everything you want to know about the coming elections will be right there on Twitter. And also, you got to check this thing out, Miami, Florida Slums and News, Alexander News Show. I put up some new videos, uh, basically about the local stuff that's going on. You need to check it out. You need to check it out. I'm not going to get into the local stuff. That's going to be left for another show. I'm talking strictly about why a Bernie Sanders or a Michael Bloomberg mini Bloomberg, like Trump likes to put them. By the way, Trump, you shouldn't be blasting, calling Bloomberg mini. That's not going to work. Name calling is not going to work. This is this is a totally new ball game right here. I would go after his policies, his failed policies as mayor of New York and what he wants to run on and, and attack him on that, not calling him mini. That's not going to work. Bloomberg is not going to take his line down. And Bloomberg is richer than you. Let's be honest. I mean, he's more, he is a more successful businessman than you, Trump. And I tell it like it is. And I, I don't throw, if I was a pitcher, I'm not going to throw softballs. I'm going to throw a knuckleball. I'm going to throw a fastball. I'm going to throw a curveball. And I'm going to throw it. And I'm going to try to strike you out. And to Trump's and to Bloomberg's defense, he has been a more successful businessman. And he's got much more money triple, quadruple the amount, gazillion the amount that Trump has. And that's why I believe that there's a high possibility that Bloomberg could win the election come in 2020. 
Sanders has never, in the other hand, has never had a job in his entire life. Never had a job. His job has been to basically live off whatever that was given to him from the past, I guess from his family or something like that. He's never run a, 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 an office. He's never run a, a, an, an ice, iced tea, a lemonade stand. This bum has has been a lazy individual and he just got, he just uh, became what? He was a mayor of a city in Vermont and then literally he's now the senator and he, and he has this agenda to be a control freak, a communist. Like, he thinks that communism is going to work. So, that's why, like I'm saying, Bernie Sanders has never done anything. He's never run anything. He's never done anything. He, the reality is, he, the most that he's probably can, you can probably say that Sanders has done is be a community organizer, just like uh, like Obama. Like, that. okay, uh, community organizer. Like, that's what Sanders has been. He has never been anything more than that, and he's never run anything. In the other hand, you look at Bloomberg, and Bloomberg is a successful businessman. He really doesn't have any weaknesses. Uh, if you look at the overall picture, that's why it's scary. It's a scary thing, and people would actually would probably vote for him. <laughs> Even some Republicans would probably vote for Sanders. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry for Bloomberg, and that's scary. But I'm going to get to the Bloomberg part. Let me let me give you a video on Bernie Sanders brainwashing the masses. Basically presenting his vision of democratic socialism. Political game is attempting to deflect the attention of the American people away from the real crises that we face and instead is doing what demagogues always do. And that is to divide people up and legislate hatred. It is my very strong belief that the United States must reject that path of hatred and divisiveness and instead find the moral conviction to choose a different path, a higher path, a path of compassion, justice, and love. And that is the path that I call democratic socialism. There you go. He presents it like in, like I told you, in a beautiful box, gift wrapped and everything. And there's a bunch of empty, it, it, it's a bunch of freebies, basically. And all these people, are the ones that you just heard them, they're cheering. They're like, oh, wow, I cannot wait till I get my free healthcare. I, I cannot wait till I get my free education. My student loans waived. My student loans, I own $40,000 in student loans and I'm going to get it waived. Let me ex let me ask you all something, uh, something really quick. Why should I, as a businessman, have to pay? Because it has to come out of somewhere. It has to come out of somewhere. I mean, you can't print money forever. You can't. You can't. Because what's going to happen is that everything's going to collapse. And the value, and, and the dollars aren't going to be worth anything. And then the Chinese currency is the one that's going to be the, the reserve currency of the world because we're create we've already we already have like 24 trillion dollars in debt just so you know thanks to obama now trump is raising the debt he's raising he's causing more debt i mean look i tell it like it is i'm a trump supporter but i don't like the u.s national debt going higher and higher it's already 24 trillion so you imagine with a bernie sanders economy what's going to happen his presidency was going to happen that that's going to even go much higher. 
And oh my God, like seriously, why should I, out of my tax dollars, have to pay for you, for you that you went to school and even if you became successful, but you owe $40,000 in debt, why should I have to pay for your student loan? I mean, seriously, why should I have to pay for your health care? And let's say you're an illegal immigrant, which by the way, Bernie Sanders' um, health care plan is free health care for everybody, for the masses, including illegal immigrants. Like if you're an illegal immigrant, you come from Guatemala, or if you come from Syria and you're a Muslim, much love to the Muslims, but if you come to our country, you're going to get free health care, like just like that, and my tax dollars are going to go to that, I'd have to shut my business down, which by the way, this show is sponsored by Fitness Sports Karate Inc., Disability Fitness Sports Karate Life Skills, which serves disability com- individuals in the community. And if you want to know more about the company that sponsors the show, you go to disabilityfskls.org. You go to disabilityfskls.org, and uh, you're going to know everything, and you're going to find out, you're going to learn everything and find out everything you need to know about the company that sponsors the show. Which, by the way, if Bernie Sanders gets elected, this company is going to have to pay for the free health care of the illegal immigrants and the student loans of people that went to school or didn't even finish school, but they have the student loan. It doesn't make sense. This bum wants to raise my taxes pretty much short of putting me out of business. And not only me, but thousands of business owners, millions of business owners in this country. So now I have... He is authentic. I mean, I will, he has... You have to give him that. The math is caught. I want want you to listen to... uh, I want you to listen to some commentators that come out on Yahoo Finance that uh, talk about the the mammoth cost of Bernie Sanders' big plans. Which, by the way... Let me let me let me see what they're saying. Hold on. A new kind of candidate for the sake of running an election. And I don't know of any running scandal regarding Bernie Sanders. Uh, there was there was some issue with uh, his wife, who was an educator in higher education. Mm-hmm. Some pro, some college she ran, I think, went out of business. Um, but I don't know the details of that. There's just there's really not. You're right. There's not much. Um, not the kind of dirt we even have on our president, our current president. No, there's no dirt on anybody that matches what we have on our current president. <laughs> Brick. Um, I mean, he, Trump wins, uh, you know, 100 to 1 on that one. Um, um, you're going to you're not going to help anybody, you know. So um, what would Bur- you know, the, the sort of uh, I don't know if t- I, I don't want to overuse the word irony here, but the um, a sort the sort of phenomenon of Bernie Sanders that he has never ha- been in a position to pursue the things that he supports. I mean, he's never run anything. He's never been a mayor. Well, he was a mayor. I take that back. There you he see. The mayor he's Bernie never run Trump. anything. Um, yeah, but that was a long time ago. And honestly, I'll admit, I don't know much about his record as mayor. Burley. But, but for most of his political career, I mean, he's been a member of Congress, a representative, and then a senator in Congress. And he has, for a long time, uh, favored, uh, you know, these leftist approaches to problems. And not one, I can, I'm not aware of any plan of his that's ever been implemented, uh, you know, a major plan where uh, he's had to take account, uh, you know, be accountable for uh, the consequences of a plan. So, and just to give you an idea why this really matters, um, so uh, a think tank, uh, the Penn Wharton Budget Model, which is a good think tank uh, that uh, analyzes federal uh, policy proposals and tries to figure out their total, not just their budgetary costs, but their effect on the economy, found that if um, Medicare for All went into effect, 
it would lower GDP growth by 15%. This is your Bernie Sanders presidency, you lo- you now, young dimwits. It's a made up number. Do you know what gro- GDP is? Gross domestic product. Anything that would lower GDP growth even by one point. Right, right. And, um, you know, lower GDP growth means millions fewer jobs. It means uh, tons of people, tons of families earning less than they would otherwise. Uh, it means fewer people getting ahead. And the Bernie Sanders supporters just say, we don't believe it. That's not, but, but we, we've also never tried it. So there's no, I mean, you know, there's been socialism for sure in Yugoslavia. So you have an expert that appears on Yahoo Finance and Yahoo is a left-wing, uh, organ, you know, news, uh, news site, website, you know, online site, just like Google. And you, and they have even this guy who's a commentator. I have no idea who the hell he is. I think it's Rick Newman, that's his name, who comes out, and let's see, his entire, Bernie Sanders' entire plans, um, Sanders proposes major changes to the U.S. economy that would remake healthcare, energy, auto, and financial industries. Yahoo Finance calculates the annual cost of new spending under these Sanders plans at $4.9 trillion. So Washington spends around 4.5 trillion per year. So Sanders plans, Sanders plans would more than double total federal spending. So think about it. And this this uh, commentator, expert, yeah, you know, finance financial expert, is right on the money. Uh, he's basically saying that the GDP would actually go way pretty down when millions of people will lose their jobs. So. Now, I want you to realize what Medicare for All is. The Medicare for All is, the key points, create Medicare for All single-payer national health insurance program to provide everyone in America with comprehensive health care coverage, free at the point of service. No networks, no premiums, no deductibles, no co-pays, no surprise bills. Medicare coverage will be expanded and improved to include dental, hearing, vision, at home and community-based long-term care, inpatient and outpatient services, mental health, substance abuse treatment, reproductive, maternity maternity care, prescription drugs, and more. Stop the pharmaceutical industry from ripping off the American people by making sure that no one in America pays over $200 a year for medicine. Now, that sounds like a beautiful thing, and that is all in the box the gift back, you know, the beautiful box that's gift wrapped. It looks and it sounds like a beautiful thing, but this is all government that's going to run this. It's just one, one stop. That's it. One stop is government. You're going to have your government doctor and there's no guarantee that you're going to get a great service with a government doctor. And the hospitals that you go to now, the, the private hospitals, the beautiful ones, there's no guarantee you're going to get a great service there. You're, you're not guaranteed because now it's just the government that's going to be paying for the health care. At the, at the beautiful hospital that was once beautiful and the doctor's offices, which, by the way, most of, some of them might even close shop 
and you're just going to be resorting to clinics. So that's government healthcare. And uh, and if you're going to get a surgery, well, are there any guarantees you're going to get the surgery right away? The particular surgery, like okay, if it's a minor surgery, okay, elbow, my elbow broke. So government healthcare is going to pay for the elbow, elbow surgery. Is there any guarantees you're going to be able to get the surgery right away? Where the primary care physician will go ahead and say, yeah, go ahead and go see your, your orthopedic. And how long is the whole process going to take? Uh, is it going to be right away or does it, is there going to be a waiting list? What about if you have cancer? Will, and then you're a 70 year old individual, 70 year old individual. Will free healthcare pay for the cancer treatment? It's a good question. So that's your government healthcare, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bernie Sanders. Do, the the, the uh, communist bum that is brainwashing the masses, and that's what you're gonna get. And the economy is gonna go to tank. It's gonna go to hell. It's gonna go to shit hell. Uh, let's just be straight up here. You heard the financial expert. You heard him. You heard him. He came out on Yahoo Finance and he said it. And it's and he's not the only one. The experts that know about economy. That know about economy, know the, econ- the economy, economics, finances. They're all going to say that the GDP will go down. The gross, growth, gross domestic product. That's pretty much the indicator, the key indicator for economies around the world. Every country has the GDP pretty much out from my, for what I understand. The U.S. GDP, if it goes down, millions of Americans are going to lose their jobs. Thousands of businesses are going to go bankrupt. It's going to be a complete disaster. And that's a Bernie Sanders economy. Now, like I said, he, he, he presents this thing called democratic socialism. No such thing as that, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm educating you all that are millennials and Generation X fools, nimwits, dimwits. I don't know what other name I can call you. The reality is that there is no such thing as that. It's it's basically socialism is communism, communism is socialism. It works to a certain extent, up to a certain extent, a limit in some of the European countries, but they have they mix it with capitalism. If you tell me that there is going to be capitalism mixed with socialism, then I would be I would be okay with that. Because up to a certain extent the US has a little bit of socialism. Free public schools. You have public uh, education. I mean, my uh, a lot, I have a lot of friends that have children, and their kids go to public schools. And hey, it, it, some public schools are good. Some 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 of them are bad. I mean, I'm of the belief that when the when government touches something, they destroy it. So public education um, is okay in some areas of the country, or some schools are okay. But then some of them are bad. Um, You get what you pay for. And if it's free, a lot of times when you get something free, it's not any good. That's my belief. That's my take. So we do kind of have uh, free education in the the United States, at least at the public school level, for, for children. And we do have socialism in that sense, ladies and gentlemen. We have socialism in that sense. Also, transit, transportation, public transportation is provided by most, uh, in every state and most counties in the United States provides public transportation, public transit. 
either met, uh, monorail, metro rail, trains, buses. That's socialism. That is socialism. The transportation isn't that great in a lot of the, the counties and cities in the United States. But hey, it, you still have it. You know, it, it, you still have it. it. It's either free or you have to pay a couple of dollars to go from one place to the other, from point A to point B. That's socialism. Here in Miami-Dade, we have Miami-Dade Transit. That's uh, a form of socialism. Now, our transit system in this county is a complete joke. But it is... It is a... Um, like I say, it is a form of socialism. So we kind of have it already. And if you tell me we have, if we, ha if you tell me that we have, uh, let's say, uh, a uh, capitalism mixed with socialism, ladies and gentlemen, then I would be okay with that because we kind of have it already. But if you, but this bum, this old hag, this uh, man with a crumpy old suit. He wants to implement full-fledged communism, okay? Communism, okay? So, anyways, I've talked about this uh, bum. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Bernie uh, Michael Bloomberg. Michael Bloomberg, I want you to hear him on his speech. Um, he wants to confiscate your guns, pretty much. So that includes basically. Uh, and he's lying, by the way. He's just putting a beautiful picture on this whole gun thing. By the way, this is what this is what Bloomberg's proposing. Basically, let's see. He's calling for a national gun licensing system, stricter background checks, hundreds of millions of dollars in new enforcement spending, and the passage of the federal red flag law that would allow courts to temporarily confiscate firearms from people deemed dangerous. Now, it all sounds too good. It all looks too great. The reality is, do I want my gun to be, uh... So, anyways, let me get back to Mr. Bloomberg really quick. I wanted to mention, okay, so he's putting in this all gun control thing, like, in you know, on beautiful package. And again, I'm going to mention to you what he's proposing. Federal gun control measures. He's calling for a national gun licensing system. Let me stop there. So if I have a gun and I'm a registered gun owner, handgun, the U.S. government is going to know whether or not I, I own a gun or not. That is dangerous because that's infringing on my privacy. That is infringing on my constitutional right to bear arms. I don't need the U.S. government to know whether I own a gun or not. I'm sorry. I don't need the government to know whether I'm a gun or not. Now, if I'm a felon, should the government know whether I own a gun or not? Absolutely. Absolutely. If I'm a mental health uh, individual with a mental health issue, should the government know whether I own a gun? Absolutely. But if I'm a law-abiding citizen, and even if I was arrested, and I committed something that was not violent, and I made a mistake. I mean, let's be honest. I still have a right to own a gun. I mean, if I just uh, stole, if I committed DUI, or if I maybe stole some a piece of candy from a store, you know, 
and it turned out to be kind of like a felony because of that, I should still have a right to apply for a gun license and own a gun. I mean, I have a right to bear arms in my home, in my place of home, and I don't need the government to know whether I have a gun in my home, my house, or a place of business. If I'm a mental health individual, or if I am a criminal, like a former criminal, like hardcore criminal, that killed someone, or raped someone, or child molested someone, then the government needs to know whether you have a gun or not. That's my belief. But this guy, Bloomberg, is taking it too far with the national licensing. And uh, I'll tell you what I'm what I'm not okay with. I'm going to tell you right now. Let me see. Basically, Bloomberg is so stricter background checks. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the stricter background checks. We all, we all need uh, to get a background check when we're going to buy a gun. Hundreds of millions of dollars in new enforcement spending. I'm okay with that if it's going to be going towards mental health. I'm okay with that. Because we do need to spend hundreds of millions of dollars in mental health treatment for individuals with mental health issues. The federal pa- uh, pa- the passage of a federal red flag law that would allow courts to temporarily confiscate firearms from people being dangerous. I kind of have a problem with that because what would you deem dangerous? What kind of individuals would you deem dangerous? If it's someone with a mental health issue or if it's a hardcore criminal, I would say, yeah, maybe the courts can confiscate uh, judges in the black robe with a little hammer could confiscate a gun from a mental health individual. But the problem is uh, courts could basically uh, go a little bit further and go actually farther and take away guns from ordinary Americans. They would deem they would deem uh, dangerous, which they are not dangerous. Okay, like myself, if I owned a firearm, ladies and gentlemen. And by the way, I... I own, I happen to own a firearm in my home, by the way. It's in my home. I don't take it out. It's in my home. (laughs) Just so you know, it's in my home. I don't take it out. It's for my protection to protect me, my wife, my family, my kids. I have a right to own a firearm. And it's a small handgun. I mean, it's not anything... I mean, it's not anything out of this ordinary, but this is Bloomberg's gun control measure. But you know what? So if I, if I, a judge can, can basically, I'm afraid that with this red flag law, it's like, okay, I'm speaking out against the politician. I'm not threatening the politician. I'm just speaking out like I, like I do now on my talk show. Like I'm speaking out against Bernie, a Bernie Sanders presidency or a Bloomberg presidency. So if a judge hears me say that, does this mean that he could have the power to take away my firearm temporarily or permanently? Uh, that's where the red flag log becomes dangerous, ladies and gentlemen. How about banning automatic, uh, like machine guns? How about banning weapons of war, which are the big, heavy-duty guns? Bloomberg. So, Bloomberg, I want you to listen to him because he's a very smart man. He's putting a beautiful box, a bigger, he's, he's proposing a, a nicer version of socialism, a nicer version of communism. Listen to Bloomberg talk about his gun control proposal. 
gun reform proposal. Michael Bloomberg is making a late entry. This is the road that I'm taking. into the Democratic presidential race. So who is he? Bloomberg grew up outside. You're going to listen to his background, After by the way. college and Harvard Business School, he got into investment banking. In the 19... 19- by the way, you're going to listen a little bit about his his his, uh, his background. And, uh, and I think in here, in this video, you're going to listen to his uh, uh, proposal for his sweeping gun agenda, including federal licensing. Which I just mentioned to you. Listen to this. This is, by the way, this is from the New York Times, which is a communist newspaper. The one that Trump bashes. In the 80s, he created the Bloomberg Terminal, a financial tool for investors that would make him a billionaire. And in 2001, Bloomberg ran for mayor of New York City as a Republican. I make a great politician. Then, in the middle of his campaign, New York City... So he knows where, which way the wind blows. As New York's outgoing mayor took the national stage, he gave Bloomberg the thumbs up. Well, I'm urging people to vote for, for Mike Bloomberg. I, Michael R. Bloomberg. Bloomberg won. One of his priorities as mayor was tackling public health. 64 ounce. Just think about that. Go near these things. He also pushed for controversial stop and frisk policies that disproportionately affected minority communities. Everything the New York City Police Department has done is actually is legal. But just days before entering the presidential race this year, he apologized. That I realize. I want you to understand something. Michael Bloomberg, right there, you heard, he created this thing called Bloomberg Enterprises, which is now Bloomberg News, and it's like a big financial thing that's made him over $60 billion rich. And he knows where the wind blows. He used to be a Republican. He was a Republican while during his term as mayor. By the way, this uh, this, uh, Macron-type guy, uh, mini Bloomberg and by the way Trump you can leave that the name calling to me he proposes uh, he, he, he tried to eliminate sugarish carbonated soft drinks while he was mayor of New York so that's a little taste of his uh, socialism type style form of government that he he decided uh, or he wanted to eliminate I think he did eliminate or he tried to eliminate sugar drinks in New York, like co- co- carbonated soft drinks, like Coca-Cola. I mean, I have a right to drink a soda if I want to. I love my Diet Coke once in a while. So this is Bloomberg. And so I just want to throw this at you. He knows which way the wind blows, because if you notice now, he's a Democrat. He should be a Republican. No, no, I'm going to be a Democrat. So he goes where the wind blows. Back then, I was wrong. In 2007, he left the GOP. And two- By the way, the stop and frisk, yeah, he used to stop and frisk minorities. So, And now he doesn't, and he's apologizing for this because he's a Democrat. But when he was a Republican, no, he, 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 he was totally for stop and frisk. So now, oh no, I'm basically minorities, by the way. I mean, he comes out as minorities. So this guy is a freaking racist. I mean, he's a racist, and he's against disability individuals. No mistake about that. Um, I have a video of him talking down, down, t- talking pretty down and pretty bad to a disability reporter, a, a reporter with disabilities. Um, I've got to find that clip. I, I don't have it. Next on, on one of my other shows, because I'm going to be doing a lot of shows about 
the presidential election. I'll, I'll, I'll I promise to bring that clip up. Um, but anyways, he, um, when he was a Republican, he was for stop and frisk, and now he's a Democrat and he's running for president. And he's very sorry for it. So you, you really, he's a very smart guy. But this is where you got to attack him. If you're Trump, this is where you got to go after him. You're a racist, Michael Bloomberg. You're a racist because everybody says that Trump is a racist. Actually, the real racist here is Michael Bloomberg. 2008, during the financial crisis, 2007, he, he became a Democrat. Term limits in order to let him run for a controversial yes. third yes. term. No, no, I, I, to vote past any one re-election. We're gonna make the next four years the best yet. So what about the issues? After he left office in 2013, Bloomberg went back to running his company, which includes a news division. But he's also focused on supporting candidates. Let's select a sane, competent person and causes he cares about, many of which are now key parts of his platform. Bloomberg's a vocal supporter of gun reform. We cannot have a society where you go out in the street and you can get blown away. We just have to say enough is enough. He also has big plans for health care reform and fighting climate change. Trump has done us a favor. Every time he riles against climate change, the money comes flooding in. Overall, Bloomberg is positioning himself as a moderate in the Democratic field. With the right candidate, we can Macron type areas from red can't, to blue. Uh, style president. somewhat unknown. As a billionaire and fellow New Yorker, Bloomberg supporters feel he's uniquely positioned to take on President Trump. But he has challenges ahead. He's not as well known outside of New York City. Also, Bloomberg probably won't participate in any of the Democratic debates, and he's likely to skip the early primaries and caucuses. His hope? To surge on Super Tuesday and chart a path to the nomination. I am running for president to defeat Donald Trump and to unite and rebuild America. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give you another clip of Michael Bloomberg. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a clip of Bloomberg real quick. Well, Bloomberg unveiling his tax plan. It aims to raise five. I want you to listen to the Bloomberg's five trillion dollar tax plan. Details for us. Well, Kelly, it is a five trillion dollar plan, and it's more than fifty percent higher than Joe Biden's, but less than a quarter of the size of that of Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders. Now, it has three basic parts. First, he would hike the top income tax rate to 44.6%. That's for income over $5 million. He would raise the corporate tax rate from 21% to 28%. And this is the biggest change. He would tax capital gains the same as ordinary income for those making more than a million dollars, which means if you have a capital gain, that's you sell an asset, a stock, a house, or a company, the top rate would go from 20% to 44.6%. Wow, what a big jump. In New York, that rate would be over 56%. Now, he also would end the step up in basis. That's when unrealized gains go untaxed after you die. He would also broaden the estate tax to apply to more Americans. And he would get rid of carried interest, which a lot of people have said they would get rid of, but nobody has. The carried interest being aimed at the private equity industry, Correct. among others. And, yeah. Uh, Robert, stay with us. Let's drill down a little bit more on, on Bloomberg's plan and how it stacks up against other proposals. Ben White is here. He's chief economic correspondent in Politico and a CNBC contributor. Welcome, sir. Welcome back, Kelly. Thank you. So um, 
the interesting thing about Mike Bloomberg's plan is that he doesn't have the big headline raising um, plans of what to, to spend the money on, does right. he? I mean, what is his, putting aside what this, the impact of some of this, like the 56% rate on some capital gains, sure. what does he want to do with the $5 trillion? Right. Well, he's talked about infrastructure, he's talked about education, he's talked about healthcare to some degree, though not Medicare for all. Um, he wants to do a lot of different things. To kind environmental of, programs. Environmental yeah. programs. Um, I'm sure there'll be some, you know, gun buybacks and gun violence stuff because that's a big issue for him. So he does want to raise revenue. I think a lot of this is you cannot be a candidate for the Democratic uh, nomination without having a wealth uh, increase, a tax increase on the wealthy. Now, he doesn't do a... Which what happens is, basically, so basically, what happens is when you raise taxes on the wealthy, ladies and gentlemen, let me educate you real quick, you dimwits. If you educate, the, if you raise the taxes on the wealthy, What's going to happen is they're going to go and they're going to put their money in overseas accounts or they're going to leave the country. They're going to ship out themselves out. And that's what happens. And the wealthy, you, you don't realize this, the wealthy people are the ones that build the businesses, are building that build our communities and provide thousands if not millions of jobs to working Americans. That's what you don't realize. So if you tax corporations and you raise the tax rate for 21 to 28%, they're going to go to China. They're going to go to Taiwan. They're going to go to Mexico. And they're going to set up shop there. And the unemployment rate in the United States is going to go up. I promise you, the unemployment rate, ladies and gentlemen, will go up. It can't go down any more low as it is right now. We're at 4% unemployment, almost like 4%. The GDP will go down. Let's continue to his his tax plan. These are commentators that are experts, and I'm listening to this on CNBC, which uh, they're, and again, this is a left-wing uh, site, television network. A very difficult way, but if you want to get the nomination, you have to be in the game of, I'm for raising taxes on the wealthy. The, the irony, Robert, as has been pointed out, is that this would seem like such an extreme move if it weren't in comparison to... Medicare for all, Green New Deal, and the things that cost multiple trillions. If a Democratic candidate had put out this plan four years ago, eight years ago, where you're calling for a 10% increase in government spending, $5 trillion in additional spending, where the capital gains rate, which has been sacred for the Republican Party and for many of the Democrats for ages, had come out with this, they would say, they would call it socialism, right? right? But in this context, where we're talking about people who want a wealth... And it is socialism. Bloomberg says is unconstitutional. He would also have to pay a lot of money for it. Um, it suddenly looks moderate. Yeah. And, and by any other election Z. cycle, it's not. Yeah, and I think it makes things complicated. It is a moderate... It's a baby compared to Sanders' plan. And that's why a Bloomberg presidency, a potential, the possibility of Bloomberg defeating Trump is pretty dangerous. It's very likely. It's because Bloomberg is an established, successful businessman, ladies and gentlemen. And this is where Trump has to be careful. He has to attack Bloomberg's proposal, his $5 trillion tax proposal, his gun control reform, sweeping gun control reform, which it looks great on paper, but it's not that great. Because your gun rights will be taken away. 
and his $5 trillion tax proposal is an attack on the American worker. Straight up. And the unemployment rate is going to go very high. And it looks, it's a baby and it's a moderate thing compared to Sanders' proposal. Sanders is way, way communist. But this proposal is still communism. It's still a communist one. It's communist. So Trump has to attack Bloomberg in that department. Not attack him by calling him mini Bloomberg. That's not going to work, Trump. Trump, if he faces Bloomberg, is going to have a tougher chance of defeating him. He's going to have to put in a lot of work. Because Bloomberg is richer. He's going to spend, he's already said he's going to spend over a billion dollars, even more of his wealth, which is nothing. That's a drop in the bucket of what Bloomberg has. You remember, he's $60 billion rich. Trump is, is, is worth no more than 10 billion, if anything, at the very la- at the very most, and at the very least, 7 billion. And Trump is vulnerable because Bloomberg will appeal a lot better to the independents than Bernie Sanders will. So, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, you know, you're getting Bloomberg, you're getting Sanders. They're both no good for this country because that they are going to attack. The corporations that supply the jobs to the American, working Americans, and to businesses, big or small, like myself, we're going to have to pay a lot more taxes. And the unemployment rate is going to go very high, and the GDP is going to go down. That's what you're going to get with a with a Bloomberg or a Sanders presidency. Your rights are going to be taken away. A lot of your rights will be taken away. And... The con- it's going to be an attack on the U.S. Constitution. With the Trump presidency, you're, you're going to get the vulgarity of Trump, but an awesome economy. Ladies and gentlemen, the choice is clear. You have to make your decision. You have to decide. I, I just hope you don't get brainwashed. And you know that socialism is communism, communism is socialism. This is the Alexander News Show. You can follow this show on iHeartRadio, Alexander News Show, and on most podcast platforms like Apple and Google. Thank you for listening from Miami, Florida, USA. Have a good one.